0: you are now listening to escape rally comics podcast show a podcast where we discuss all things nerdy geeky fandom and so much more we will cover everything from what is happening in the world comics shows and fandom to the hard-hitting stories of the news today now here's your hosts chad and kevin Hello and welcome to Escape Rally Comics Podcast Show. This is Chad from Escape Rally Comics and with my co-host, Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? Doing great. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. This is our second episode, bro. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, let's just keep hitting
1: it. Let's keep doing it.
0: I know, right? I mean, so when we first started, like when you suggested it, actually, you suggested this podcast and I was like, nah, I don't know about it, you know, but you know, I didn't expect to have the podcast open and get like immediate response, right? Right. I, if any
1: anybody listened, I would have been happy. Right.
0: I, like, I expected to get like one listener in like three to six months. I was like, oh, well, we had to go through the whole steps, right? Dude, we posted our first podcast on Saturday and within 24 hours, we have 10 downloads. Wow. Yeah. That's just. I mean, holy crap, dude. And then to this day, today we have 14 downloads today. Even better. I mean, I was like, I was shocked. Like no. I didn't expect to that have that response whatsoever. So we just got to like pause and thank everyone for downloading our, our show, listening to us and actually like, you know, comments on our Facebook page. I mean, I was really shocked at, about the response of what we got. And I want to thank everyone for just giving us the time.
1: Yeah. Thank, thank you guys for, yeah. As of us doing this, 14 downloads and yeah, absolutely awesome. Okay, that's enough of the mushy stuff. So let's move on to...
0: (laughs) Thanks, bye. (laughs) (laughs) So our title of today is going to be Holy Snyder Whedon Fiasco. (laughs) So (laughs) we got a couple updates before we start with our meat. So um, last week we covered Cara Dune, right? So we covered Cara Dune about Disney and we don't know if they're going to kill the character off or keep the character. Apparently... They are considering again. This is just a rumor, but they are considering to recast Cara Dune. I know a lot of fans want Lucy Lawless to be Cara Dune. Who did you want to replay
1: Cara Dune? At? Oh gosh, uh, you know Lucy Lawless would do fine. But I would, like I said last on Saturday, I was concerned about the uh, <laughs> I was concerned about her the age difference. Wow, oh, Lucy Lawless. Uh, but yeah, you know, you know what we had talked about that list that you know I, the the gal that was already in in the show uh, would have been great. Yeah, that that's another issue there, like we were talking about on Saturday.
0: Yeah, that was O'Brien, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I do want her to play as a character. I understand that you said that she was already on the Men-Lor- uh Well, she's on the Menlorian, but she wasn't wearing a mask where they can't play it off as, oh, we never had her on the show, you know, boom. But yeah, that's who I want to, I want to play. But I guess if they decide to kill the character off, they're kind of playing around the idea, I guess, with Bill Burr's character, Mayfield to replace uh, Cara Dune, to like kill her off and have him as a replacement character. So I was like, hmm, I can see that. You know, Mayfield, I do like the character Mayfield. And especially when this, when this the last episode she aired with him in the Mandalorian, when they went to the Chow Hall and just shot that officer in front of everyone. I thought that was just a B.A. moment right there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Bill, Bill Burr, he's obviously doing some acting classes. Because <laughs> you can see that, you can just tell the quality of his work he did in season two there he, he's in acting classes i believe uh from what i understand that he's he has been doing doing a little bit more stepping it up especially oh. when they asked him to come back
0: god dang i mean honestly i just saw bill burr <laughs> that's who i saw i saw him <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> right yeah it's he did great if, if anybody hasn't watched mandalorian in that scene that you were talking about oh so good
0: i know uh you told me last week about uh the super mario's Brothers movie what's this about
1: yeah i guess uh you know i just found out about it myself recently illumination uh the guys that did like minions and despicable me movies uh they're working on the super mario brothers movie obviously it's going to be 3d animation like they have been doing for their you know past films but what's really eye-opening to me is that charles Martinet the guy that's been voicing Mario for several decades now, appears that he's not even part of the movie quite yet. Oh, really? Yeah, so he says, uh, if they invite me. So I thought that was really weird. So either he's just kind of speaking too early or... And Charles Martinet, this is the guy
0: that is, this is the, it's a me, Mario guy, right? yeah yeah. yeah. so he's he's been in it forever so dude that'd be awesome they have him i think people would be upset if he's not voicing mario so yeah we got to talk about this kevin i know you saw it and i saw it and i was super excited and i know you were um the snyder cut came out with their justice league trailer on valentine's day yeah, good Valentine's right there. Happy Valentine's. Right? So when I definitely, when I first thing that I saw this one, I saw a whole bunch of things when I first saw this trailer, right? But when I first saw it, it's like, it seems a lot darker. It's a dark, brooding universe now than what Whedon did when he took over.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like contrast difference that uh, it's famous for.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, when I saw it, I was like, holy crap. And I saw like Superman's black suit. And I saw that. I was like, dude, that finally i mean they needed that on the first one they, i don't know why they decided to to take that out but i'm glad they put it back in definitely that's definitely needed
1: yes and what is it this trailer was all new footage as far as i understand
0: yes all new footage oh. uh especially when i saw like apocalypse and the whole you know, new gods i was like dude he this is this is crazy is this and i saw apocalypse like i just like holy crap that's a they have everything. They have everyone. So yeah, when yeah, I definitely when I saw Joker on that one too, I was like, dude, please redeem the Joker. Please redeem him on the Justice League. That needs to be done.
1: Yeah, his, uh, his appearance is drastically different and I guess a little more classic, I guess. Or- yeah,
0: but you know, this movie is going to be four hours long even longer than the Avengers movie Endgame so exactly and it, it's apparently to premiere on HBO Max i guess one of, i guess that's where it's going to show first theaters are totally shut down so we i guess Amazon's going to come pick it up i guess later but i guess it's going to first premiere on HBO Max
1: yeah and then who knows maybe in IMAX uh in, in the theaters eventually exactly so hopefully that'll you know we'll definitely see how
0: everything happens so yeah apparently this um Movie's coming out in March. What what day, Kevin? Uh, we got March eighteenth of this year. Ooh, sounds exciting! Yeah. Can't wait. So now we got to well, move on to something else, and this is what we covered last week: uh, Josh Whedon's abuse claims in Hollywood. Like we discussed last week. It started with Jay Fisher, who played in Justice League. He said some things about Whedon, saying that he was unprofessional. He didn't like really say much about what Whedon said to him. But I guess uh, Warner Media is investigating Whedon right now. So we'll definitely see what happens there. Ray Fisher is under contract. He can't say anything about the investigation. But I guess because of that, back in 97, we all know Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? Oh, yeah. So, I guess Josh Whedon actually created the Buffy series and Angel series. So, this came out with Charisma Carpenter. Uh, She's known for Cordelia in the series Buffy. She was like the bully at the first series, right? Well, apparently she is accusing Josh of abuse of power. So, apparently she's saying that, you know... Whedon made fun of her, accused uh, accused her of trying to destroy the show, mocking her religious beliefs. And I guess when Carpenter was pregnant, uh, I guess Whedon went up to her and said, hey, are you going to keep the baby? I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, you don't ask somebody that. God, even if he was joking, like, oh boy. Uh, yeah, that's not, a, that's not a funny hee hee ha ha joke, right? That's more like, I'm going to punch you in the face joke. <laughs> So, apparently, after Carpenter gave birth, that's when Whedon fired her from the Angel series. So, I mean, there's a lot of things going on. She was saying that's ongoing, passive, aggressive threats, uh, mean and biting, she's saying about others openly, and often played favorites, pinning people against one another to complete and fight for his attention and approval. So,. He's a dick. Yeah, especially
1: if you're gonna kill off her character because she had a kid.
0: Yeah, exactly. I believe she came back to the show later on, but uh, do you remember like how how they got rid of her in the show? Uh,
1: not offhand. I, I'd I love don't... to have. Gosh, my my own sister-in-law would be the uh, expert on this Buffy stuff.
0: Oh yeah, no, I I yeah, I can't remember. Like I remember seeing something about that, but that was such a long time ago. So. When Charisma opened up about it, Sarah Michelle Gellar posted on her social media outlet saying that, while I am proud to have my name associated with Buffy Summers, I don't want to be forever associated with the name Josh Whedon. I am more focused on raising my family and surviving a pandemic currently, so I will not be making any further statements at this time, but I stand with all survivors of abuse and I'm proud of them for speaking out. So, I mean, eh, you know. I get it. You know, now, uh, now there's like two people, three people coming out saying that Josh is a dick, basically. He's not a nice guy. He's not a nice boss to work for. So because of Sarah Michelle Geller, Michelle Trachtenberg, who played uh, Buffy's little sister, she came out with a statement of her own, which was kind of eerie, right? Apparently she's saying that there was a rule about with Michelle on the set and she was 15 years old at this time so now she's 35 right now speaking out but still you look back then it's like now you kind of shake your head like these actors are just just complaining about their boss and their director so I'm just like you know I don't really expect much out of it but then I heard this and that's when my ears perked up I'm a fan you know I have my own family I have three kids I know Kevin you have a couple of kids of your own this had to upset you
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, it's very eye-opening for sure.
0: I understand that working for a hard boss is another thing, but then if he's not allowed to be with, alone with a 15-year-old, that's kind of questionable right there. You know, then another one that came up when I saw this is the, far, the Firefly writer, Jose Molina. I
1: mean, you're a fan of
0: Firefly, aren't you, Kevin?
1: Uh, yes, yeah. Late, Late to the game like everything else in my life, but yes, I'm a fan.
0: Exactly. I mean...
1: I guess he came out with his
0: own statement on social media. He says, casual cruelty is a perfect way of describing Josh. He thought being mean was funny. Making female writers cry during a note session was especially hysterical. He actually liked to boast about the time he made one writer cry twice in one meeting. Hashtag I stand with Charisma Carpenter. I mean, that should tell you something, right? Melina actually coming out with his statement I'm seeing a lot of other guys coming out, too, coming out saying, like, oh, I'll stand with Charisma Carpenter. Uh, Nicholas Brendan came out. He played Xavier and Buffy. Um, saying that, you know, basically... It's a big, long statement. I'm not going to read everything because that's, this is ridiculous. Basically just saying, like, oh, I I had these issues, but I it was always give and take, and it wasn't as bad as everybody else. It was just like, hmm... It, it just proves that, you know... Whedon could be a dick, but it seems like he's doing it to the to the actresses and not so much to the actors.
1: Yeah, that's,
0: I mean, yeah, exactly right. I mean, more and more I'm looking at this, like Jay Fisher probably, you know, honestly, I'm going to expect the worst out of this one, out of Jay Fisher, because I'm pretty sure because Josh Whedon said something racist to him. And I guarantee that's what it is. Because every, like, you know, here's the thing. With Michelle, uh, like all these female actresses coming out, he's saying, like, yeah, this happened, this happened, but not so much with the white males. You know what I mean? So it's always kind of like a a head scratcher at this point. But why is this a big deal? Why are people throwing a fit about this? Why, like, I guarantee people are like, why does it even matter? Well, for one, I mean, actresses cannot. Be labeled as difficult and so they keep their mouth shut and they just act and just take whatever they take um a lot of actresses actually came out with this uh Catherine hagel would be one you know she played in knocked up and and gray's anatomy she was labeled as difficult so she got got rid of basically killed off got rid of and haven't been playing in the show in a very long time she just she, i know she's on a show on netflix right now but it, took, it just took a long time. She said it was really hard for her to get back on the saddle. Same thing with
1: Janet Herbert.
0: You know who Janet Herbert is?
1: Uh, yes. Um, from what I do recall, she was the one that got replaced uh, in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air,
0: right? Exactly. She actually played Aunt Vivian. Uh, she was the first actress that came out. And she got labeled difficult, so they got rid of her. And I think she actually came out with Will Smith's uh, show, telling everyone how bad this was because she was a black actress trying to find go, trying to go back in acting and it was hard for her
1: i that transition when i was a kid because i i did watch fresh prince of bel-air quite a bit so like to it took a long time to realize they changed the aunt. so yeah the reason
0: why this is hard you know i mean because it's 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 a real danger they these actresses have to worry about being labeled as difficult they don't get la- they get labeled difficult and it's pretty much done that's a career ender right there We didn't actually used to tell actresses like, oh, you won't be hired again. He never said you won't ever work in our industry again. He just said, oh, you probably won't get hired again because he knows how to like go about things, right? Because he's been in Hollywood for a very long time. He knows if an actress got labeled as difficult, that's it. That's a career that's done. Like, you know, who knows if we didn't talk to another director and another director, another director could not be picked up this actress probably could never be picked up again so it's just a little difficult for actresses to be labels as difficult and just have a ha- happy door life because that's a career changer
1: like you were saying with Catherine heigl i think she eagle heigl i think she she hasn't been on a lot of stuff and now finally she's on a netflix show
0: exactly well that's all the time we got for today Thank you for listening. I do appreciate. Thanks again for the fourteen downloads. I do appreciate that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That that's, that was a great uh, find for us to just it kind of uh, kicked us, kicked us to keep working at this.
0: Exactly. And once again, you can find us on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our Twitter page, uh, TikTok, even. Uh, we also have a Patreon. So once again, this is Chad from Skate Rally Comics with my co-host Kevin. Once again. We thank you so much. Thank you for listening to ER Comics Podcast Show. Tell us how we did. You can let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search for ER Comics.